Yeah, it's time to connect the dots. Hey, turn up your clock, turn back your clock. Hey, we're running late, you know. Blame it on the damn machine. Get up and dance. That's right. Well, you you lost your chance to be dancing. You had to be dancing from the beginning of the music, but that's it. Blame it on the damn machines while the show is running 15 minutes late. Anyhow, hey, I'm here, you're there, and people are everywhere. You know, hey, the ETs are coming. You know, if you listen to the last show, there was some interesting conversation about there. Hey, who wouldn't be scared uh, if you woke up in the middle of the night and three grays are standing at the end of your bed and, you know, they don't talk? That's going to make it, makes it more scary. Say something. Say something. Who are you? And they don't know how to talk. They only do telepathic communication. I bet there's a lot of extraterrestrials out there. <laughs> they, they don't know how to talk. But they should learn how to talk when they come to planet Earth because... I've said it again, and I'll prove it to anybody, anytime, anyplace, anywhere in the galaxy, that there are certain things that you can describe with language and get your point across that it won't work with telepathy. I don't care what you say. You know, I know for a fact. Prove me wrong. Okay. You better start uh, taking out the dictionaries and listening to us talk ETs when you get here, because we really want to talk, you know? We're not that proficient in telepathy, and as I just explained, certain things are better explained with words than telepathy. Uh, And we'll all learn telepathy, or learn to uh, use our telepathy. We all have it already. People are just, you know, lied to since birth that you don't have those kind of abilities. We all have it. And uh, even the animals have it and stuff like that. And if you can't figure out that, well, you know, that's why you're turning into the station here. This is an educational show where we talk the truth. And hey, if I ever make a mistake, it's calling radio show, call up and say, hey, you said that was a mistake you said there. And, um, We'll take it from there. Uh, the number is 888-627-6008. Not 007, but 008. 888-627-6008. You know, if you turn the number 8 on the side, it represents kind of like the infinity symbol. Did you know that? That can be a name of a, a program when we have... Uh, um, <laughs> different uh, TV program than we have now. The show could be called Do You Know That? And of course it would be educational. I'll tell you what's educational um, and what the uh, Twitter is at least good for. Good for the internet, but uh, yeah, I am on Twitter and I'm, it's amazing how many people post pictures of things, and pictures say a thousand words, if not more. And uh, just go on Twitter to look at the pictures people are posting, because you'll get an idea of all the beautiful things on our planet here. Another reason you should love Mother Earth. I said it before, I'll say it again. You know, I got two albums out there. One of the songs on my 
album, CD, baby, uh, album titled Songs Better Than Dylan. One song there about the earth, it's called The Earth, He Loves You. That's right. It's actually a five-minute song because it's got that many lyrics, and it talks about how the earth loves you. I sing about it. It doesn't just talk about it. I sing about it. And uh, also on YouTube, I got the same video. It's out there on YouTube, too. They're both free to listen to on YouTube. Yeah, you know, that's the one thing. Here's a free plug for CD Baby. That's the one thing good about CD Baby. Uh, when you sign up with their program and um, they represent your albums, of course, you want to go with the pro package so you can collect some royalties. But uh, they post your music on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you probably keyed those two words, CD Baby, uh, Dears, She Loves You, by Tom and his son. That's my name. Hey, yeah, that's my real name. Well, did the light go up in your head? Regardless of that, hey, it's calling radio show. You got something important to say? Call up and say it. You know, because we need to share information. And uh, I put the offer out there for years now. I think Oprah's been out there looking for the Galactic Federation of Light. Either them or one of their representatives, well, I guess if none of them can speak, they're all telepathic, how can they call into a radio show? Yeah, I had that, uh, you know, that's why they should learn how to speak. They're calling into an English-speaking radio show like mine. Well, they need to learn how to speak English. And um, I'm sure they do. There's got to be some of them out there. And please, you know, uh, I don't want to hear the excuse that, uh, oh, my life will be in danger if you called me. Well, yeah, maybe if you called me at my house, but if you call me the radio station, no, there's no problem there, you know. And uh, if you tell me that you can't figure out how to make a phone call without getting traced, come on, please. You know, here you are on a galactic spaceship with all kinds of powerful weapons to defeat the dark forces, and you're telling, you're going to try to tell me you don't know how to make a phone call without getting traced? Please. Hey, maybe you don't. Then you, that's why you should be consulting some of us humans, because we have the answers to many problems. And uh, though... I'm unable to communicate with you verbally, and that's what needs to be done when we're talking about specific situations. Telepathy will not work. It'll prevent too generalized of a a communication. But you guys up there in the spacecraft, thank you for all you've done. Thank you for all you're doing, but you could be doing a lot more. But you got to get over this hang-up of being afraid to contact people, especially when they're inviting you to. No, I don't want you to materialize in my bedroom and try to telepathically speak to me. That is not going to help the surface population. You need to be in verbal communication with somebody like me who knows about all the things that we could be doing 
humanity to help ourselves take command of our situation, and that's what we got to do. Dark forces still command everything on the surface of the planet, pretty much. Not totally, but too much. And the uh, one thing, you Galactic Federation people, you haven't gotten to us yet, uh, or at least noticeably gotten to help us. And so we could speed the thing a lot. You know, there's those of us, I'm not the only one, there's those of us on the Earth here that just... We know what to do. We got that gift of knowingness, and uh, you need to be consulting us how to set things up and how to make things move along faster. Because we all want it to move along faster, you know. Meanwhile, you know, you've got yeah, sure, you got all the time in the world. You're out there, out of time, and uh, maybe you had to get into time to come around the Earth. But regardless. You know, you're there on Easy Street. Really, if you know what I'm talking about, maybe you don't. You know, we have to deal with all the, this evil shit going down on our world, and governments are just getting more oppressive and evil. And they're not giving up. They're going gung-ho, you know. It's the, uh, they know their time's up, and they want to release all the bombs on us, so to speak. And uh, that's why you should be concerned. You know, I've heard your concern. I read the blogs. I read the Cobra blogs, you know, the 2012portal.blogspot.com. I've tried to communicate with uh, Cobra's group. And uh, please, they need some, you know, it's, it's sickening. You know, we have to go through emails. And emails are an inferior form of communication. I could even say that about telepathy, too. Sometimes it is. Not always. Most times telepathy is great. But, uh, you know, I'm saying this because I know what I'm talking about. I got the uh, gift of knowing this, and I've done my homework on a lot of things. Hey, and if I'm wrong, well, prove me wrong. It won't bother me one little bit. But I'm a, a take-to-man-of-the-situation type person, and I'm... You know, I have the right to claim I know the solution to all the problems because I invented a formula of doing it. You know, I don't take no for an answer. And there's always a way to get around a roadblock. Don't tell me how uh, uh, that's not so. Let me tell you how it is so. But what's the point? I mean, unless we're in a real-life situation. Hey, this is just a radio show here. All I can do is talk, and uh, if a guest comes on, you know, help them relay their information that would be a benefit to all of humanity. Oh, my. So, um, anyhow, it was interesting. The last show was interesting. I listened to some of it. Yeah, I do that. I do listen to other shows, maybe even two shows before mine sometimes. But listening to the last 15, 20 minutes of the show before me, I do that quite often. Not always, but because um, I can usually, uh, you know, it might give me an idea of something to talk about, which <laughs> I wasn't planning on talking about. In fact, I don't really plan my shows. That's not living. I'm living this show. I, You know, I just pull, I got a million thoughts right around me all the time. And I can pull any of them out and start talking about them. 
you know. I I live an ad-libbed life because that's the most enjoyable way to live. I mean, you got enough knowledge, you, uh, you don't have to plan too much out, you know. There have been movies that had for, have those phrases, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's some classic Marlon Brando movie. Uh, not everybody likes it because, you know, it's about a motorcycle game. And in that movie, him and his motorcycle gang take over the town, not intentionally interested in hurting anybody, but it just gets out of hand with too much drinking. If you know what I'm talking about. And anyhow, he he takes a liking to the chick um, who works at the counter in the, the main saloon store and uh, takes her out for a motorcycle ride and they stop back at the park and he uh, he's having a conversation with her and of course he, you know, he's Mr. Cool uh, motorcycle guy living the wildlife. He knows about life, how to live it. And she, she's this uh, young country girl stuck in this one horse town that's never been out and doesn't know crap about how the world runs, and they're having a conversation about going to, uh, uh, having some fun, and she goes, you mean like uh, go to uh, uh, a farm festival? Uh, and he has to stop her. He says, oh, my God, you're that's so cornball stuff. You just, You don't go to just one specific place. You just go out there and go. And that's what free living is, you know. Uh, and that's that's how I live my life, you know. I basically, I don't have to plan it out, you know. I go with the flow, go with the notions, you know. I wake up out of bed. Uh, if I'm hungry, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I know what I want to do. I want to go to the diner and order breakfast. That's it. I don't think about it anymore than that, you know. Sing along with my favorite tunes uh, while I'm driving down the road and uh, enjoy the scenery, and that's it, you know. When I get to the diner, it doesn't matter who waits on me. doesn't matter where I sit, as long as it's by a window, because I like looking out the window. I get bored of it. They try to stick me. In fact, I've walked out of diners. They tried to stick me in some seat where I didn't have a view of anything. And I'm not eating by myself. I, I just walk out. I'll go to another diner. Because I like things the way I like them, you know. Uh, so much for that. The main point is every, you know, there's an epidemic. This is a public notice here. There is an epidemic of unresponsiveness in our world. You know, and uh, in certain ways it's gotten worse. Yeah, it's an epidemic. I think even the ETs have, uh, out there have uh, the good guys, Galactic Federation of Might, they're here to save us, uh, get rid of the bad guys and, and give us the Galactic Codex. I think even they're suffering from this contagious disease. Is there a cure for it? Of course there is. You know, start being responsive. That's the cure for uh, that unresponsiveness. Start being responsive. Somebody asks you a question, answer them. Uh, do your best to answer them. Somebody says hello, say hello back. 
You know, somebody smile, smile back at them. It's called responsiveness, you know? And uh, I could go on and on with examples, but that's it. There is an epidemic of unresponsiveness, not only in this world, but out in the spacecraft, I believe, that are hovering out there in the uh, universe, you know? If you came here and tried to save us, you know, and of course we didn't, we do need your help. I've heard that's going on behind the scenes. We would have never figured all of this out, been able to push the bad guys out. But, uh, you know, uh, give us, uh, we're not a little dumb on this world. You know, I hear all this conversation that your representatives, you, the Galactic Federation, representatives of people are going to have a hard time swallowing the truth. I don't think so. There will be a few, but not many. But the the way you're speaking is you think the whole human race is going to be horrified, (gasps) like we're going to gasp and, and, you know, most of us won't have a problem and, and dealing with it, we'll just say, wow, so that's how it is, you know? So uh, your concept of who we are and how we think in general, I think is a little uh, off, that, uh, not centered properly. And while we're speaking about it, you know, uh, if you know Earth history, the time to communicate with humanity was the 1960s. Because the whole youth around the world, uh, we were rebelling of the old ways. That was your best time. You, you could have landed a spacecraft in broad daylight. Uh, I know there was all these bad things going on behind the scene that you wouldn't be able to get rid of if you did that. But you missed the opportunity there. Let me tell you, the people of today... <laughs> have regressed from what was happening in the 60s, the mind, the enlightenment uh, going on. And, of course, the, those of us who know the truth, it was the uh, LSD and marijuana and mushrooms that helped open up the minds of the people of that time, late 60s, early 70s, and beyond. And uh, regardless of what the the phony, crooked, evil, lying-to-your-face government says, those uh, substances, when used properly, are good for you. Marijuana, anybody can do that. You're not going to have any problem with that, you know. Mushrooms will expand your consciousness a little more. And LSD, if you really want to open your mind, you know. And... uh, if you're an intelligent person and uh, do a little inquiry before you engage in stuff, you won't have a problem. And uh, the fact of the matter is, once you've done LSD and open up your mind and you see what fake world you're living in, you're not going to get fooled anymore. Um, I mean, that ought to be a, a requirement. If you want to be a member of the U.S. Congress, you have to perform... Uh, do your campaign while taking LSD. You cannot talk to the public unless you're on LSD because it's kind of like a truth serum. You won't be able to easily lie, you know. 
And if you can't handle that, you're not qualified to be a representative of the U.S. Congress. It's that simple, you know? Because uh, it'll give you wisdom, and it'll give you a, a sense of lo- brotherly love for your fellow human beings, something people in the U.S. Congress do not have. And probably it's probably true for most of the governments of the world. So that's your, uh, you know, that's my knowledgeable statement about it. Uh, it would be a perfect uh, litmus test, as the word goes, to see if someone's real. If you can't handle LSD and uh, represent the people, who the hell are you? You know? I mean, really, some programmed robot or something? And uh, that's what I have to say. Yeah, these substances are not bad. They're good for you, but you got to be careful when you're using something like LSD. And then there's the DMT out there and stuff like that and other stuff. Uh, back in the last century, they took the LSD and they added things to it to make the thing called The Trip. It was a movie out called The Trip, but it's... It didn't accurately display, it didn't have technology, I think, to display it now. In fact, uh, you want to know what reality looks like tripping? Well, just go on YouTube and watch some of the videos where everything is blurring and moving. I refer to it as the paint movie on the wall. Uh, That's pretty much how you uh, begin to see things. And once you get used to it, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, it becomes the natural state until uh, the substance wears off. And the fact that they made this illegal in the United States, probably other countries too, shows you what kind of evil son of a bitch, dirty, no good so-and-sos were in our government. They wanted to keep you from expanding your mind, you know? They wanted to keep you from seeing how phony the whole system is because LSD is like truth serum. You know, people go to court and you're, you're being charged with something. You must, you ought to be uh, obliged to take some LSD if you, because you'll, you'll find it very difficult to lie on the witness stand when you're taking LSD. Uh, you know, so there's more good uses for it there. Of course, I hear the um, the Galactic Federation. Uh, one of the first things they do when they get here, besides you know, say hello, hi, how are you, and uh, tell us a few tidbits here and there. They're going to remove the judges and the lawyers. So, uh, and I think that's good in a way. Um, we'll have uh, a more realistic form of judge of uh, justice because. Both lawyers and judges can be bribed. Uh, some lawyers uh, don't know their ass from a hole in the ground, and that person's representing you. Uh, and again, there's the bribe factor. So these two parties, <laughs> the galactic uh, representatives, say they will have to; those people will have to be retrained. Ha ha ha! Well, so much for that. So everything is kind of being revealed already. Like I say, hey, join Twitter to learn something. Forget about the, uh, 
you know, the gossip part of it, because there's always people, there's uh, the trolls trying to get you to see something stupid. And if uh, you had been on Twitter before and now with the uh, the new uh, Musk Twitter, <laughs> it, has a, it has a smell to it, Musk Twitter. Uh, the guy, the guy, it's gone to his head. He's like, uh, you know, throwing things into your notifications. That you know, I didn't ask you to do that, and I don't want you to do that. And then, then there's there's no recourse either. You know, you just got to put up with it. You know, trying to manipulate us. Oh, I think you should be listening to this. I think you should be listening to that. So I'm going to send it in your notification. This is what the guy's doing. Absolute power has gone to his head already. Plus, he hasn't fixed any of the problems that that ruined the experience. You hit click the button to go here, and the machine takes you somewhere else. You try to quote something, it says, don't bother because we're going to uh, delete whatever you have to say. Huh? Yeah, I just want to wish the person a happy birthday. You don't even know what the situation is here. You just send this generalized message out because you feel like it to annoy us, you know? And uh, all the other annoying things, you want to go back. It doesn't take you back one step. It takes you back two steps or three steps. You want to move forward. It takes you somewhere else. And, and, uh, you know, the thing is... uh, Needs total fixing. And what's he doing? He isn't doing crap, you know? And and he's the boss. All he has to do is tell people. Well, he doesn't even know what the real problems are, probably. He's off on, and on his and space world there or something. He's really spaced out. Uh, so much for that. So, you know, in regards to Twitter... Meet the, meet the new boss, just like the old boss, except a little crazier. Uh, you know? So anyhow, so much for that. Uh, I just had to say that about him. You know? And I've taken the time to, uh, you know, use it to say hashtags. And I'm like, hey, get rid of that. Get rid of this. Get rid of that. Get rid of that. Uh, nothing happens. Of course, he probably doesn't read uh, the people that try to contact him. And, of course, he's got uh, his numbers up for his followers there. You know, he wants to be king, the king followed one. Uh, Well, I guess it's your your company. You can do whatever you want. Uh, Why not not get rid of the burden? Put your your ugly face up there. Your face is not ugly, but put your laughing face up there. Yeah, get rid of the bird. And change the name, too. Call it Musker. <laughs> uh, or you can get really clever and funny about it. Call it Musk Titter. Uh, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> There's still an epidemic of unresponsiveness going on. Hey, this is calling radio show. All you need is a telephone and the courage to call. Everybody has something to say. Even if it's like the girl, woman in the last show, you know. But she had plenty to say. But today I woke up and there was three gray aliens standing at the end of my bed and scared the shit out of me. I told them to get out. 
they could, you know. But there's a lesson in that story. Uh, you can order these uh, beans away from you. Even demons you can order. Of course, you, uh, you better do some practice before you start ordering demons. I mean, I've met some people that really had powerful command of ordering demons away or their puppets away. I don't want to go into the whole story, but woman's in the bar and drunk guy comes over and, she, and uh, starts bothering her. She's sitting at her table and she tells him to get out. And then and she tells him again to get out. Third time she says, in the name of Jesus, I command you, leave. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. And it worked. And she put her palm out and the man flew somewhere between 10 and 15 feet, pushed by some invisible force, across the bar. He gets up and just brushes himself off and walks back over to the bar. And what was real interesting about the incident, it was like nobody saw it happening, but it happened. Everybody else, like, didn't see it happening, but it happened. So that's a true story regarding people who know what they're doing and know how to um, take command of the situation and get rid of demons or their servants. There's an old joke, you know, and this replies to, uh, but it replies seriously to people who do channeling. You know, uh, I don't channel anybody. Uh, because I'm not looking for guidance. Yeah, sometimes people give me advice and stuff. I mean, if it's good, I'll take it. But uh, I wouldn't even think of channeling, basically, because I'm in command of my situation. I've never uh, met people that really had a better way of looking at things than myself. That says I'm pretty good if I can make that statement. And I always know what to do. I've not been like that since childhood. My intuition tells me what to do, okay? Uh, whatever it is, I don't need an explanation. When you know, you know what to do, you know. I don't need an explanation for how it works. You know, I got a general idea, but, you know, there's always possibilities. So why waste my time thinking that? It doesn't matter. It's just to know that you know and you know it's real. And you act accordingly. So anyhow, uh, people that uh, uh, often channel people, I've read about it. Like I said, I've never done it and have no intention of doing it. Uh, you know, I, lo I lo love to communicate with uh, the beings. I have telepathically, but at the same time, uh, it's just not for me. It's for people that uh, for them. Uh, so anyhow, basically, the... Uh, uh, I picked up by reading in books. Uh, you set up the sacred space where, by Native American traditions, I think it's uh, you, make, you sit, uh, uh, you either make a circle or a square, and you put uh, objects representing the four directions, and then you uh, uh, do a few other things, I guess, and then you call on. Mentally, maybe sometimes you do it vocally out loud, 
call on whom you like think you'd like to meet with. Of course, uh, once the message goes out into the universe, uh, everybody gets to hear it. <laughs> and the demons as well, and the de- what, can, what demon can resist going down and pretending to be Jesus or somebody else? You know, it's, you know, they can't resist. It's temptation. And so many of the people channeling, they don't realize that they're, uh, they're channeling information from a false light. And uh, <laughs> they'll tell you what you want to believe. Because some of them are good at mind reading, too. But, you know, the key thing to do that a lot of these channelers don't bother to do, maybe they never heard about doing, is you got to ask whoever shows up in your sacred space, you ask them a question like, where's your allegiance? Or, or, you know, who do you serve? Or you ask them some key question, and uh, you ask them, he'll answer the question. He, she, it will answer the question. And then you ask them the question again. And they, uh, if they're of the light, they know what you're doing, and they'll answer, give you the same answer. And then you'll ask them a third time, and they understand what you're doing, so they'll just comply, play along, and give you the same answer. Now, unless it plays out like that, you're talking to a demon. You... Uh, you called in a demon to your world, uh, your little sacred space there. And there's so many ways to get out of it. You know, he might answer, uh, they might right away, an experienced demon might say, might uh, change the subject immediately, say, hey, I already answered that. Uh, or he might let it go twice, and then you say, I come on. I, I, you know, I gave you favor, I answered twice, but like, you know, let's move on, you know, anything to distract you from getting to answer, ask him that question the three times, third time, because he knows uh, to keep his standing in the universe as uh, being truthful, he has to answer that question the same way the third time. So, how many people out there channeling? Probably none of you have listened to the show, but uh, if you know somebody that listens, uh, if you're listening to the show and you know somebody who channels information, just ask them. Uh, have they bothered to ask the same question three times whenever they were in communication with? Uh, I can tell you that. Uh, you know, that's an important thing. It's an important aspect of communicating with the unseen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, and there's so many ways to trick you. And if you've, uh, if you, if you didn't, uh, the demon got past the first test that you didn't even give him, there's a million ways to deceive you, you know? Uh, He'll tell you a little bit of truth, and then he'll slip in the line. In fact, I wrote a song about that called The Common Man. It's out there. You know, Common Man is on my album, my Shinky Baby album, song that's better than Dylan, The Common Man. The live version is on there. Uh, and uh, I've got the line. They feed him. We're talking about humanity. They feed him lies 
through the TV screen. It goes down easy with a dash of truth. You know, people swallow up those lies. That's why the, the dark forces got in the way with controlling, eventually controlling all of our governments, because the people have foolishly swallowed up the lies given them through the TV boob tube mind-controlling device. And um, anyhow, that's it. The name of the song is The Common Man. They feed him lies through the TV screen because it goes down easy with a dash of truth. And that's what mainstream media does every day, especially with the news broadcast. And so uh, it's kind of the same, similar scenarios going on with the uh, the demons who are getting to fool the people that are calling them in, pretending they're beings of light when they are, in fact, anti-God creatures, uh, aligned with the dark side, whose only joy in life is tricking human beings. <laughs> what fun. Oh, my dear. But uh, not really. So, I mean, the amount of information... I'm speaking on this show tonight. I mean, it's enough to almost enlighten you, the listener. And uh, what can we say? Yeah, so back to these people who channeled uh, the people, and then they put, they, some of them have practices, and they get people to pay them money for their so-called advice, which might, in fact, be bad advice. Well, that's the way much of it plays out in the world. And I'll tell you here, I always listen to my intuition, and I'm always suspicious of many things. Um, And uh, I'm just like anybody else. I try to make some sense of the hearsay or the third-party information, and uh, it's uh, my assessment, after uh, being on Twitter for five years, uh, following the Galactic Federation for about uh, somewhere between three and four years, that uh, uh, our brothers and sisters out there in the spacecraft, they have information we don't have, but they definitely are lacking information that we have, and that's why they should be communicating with us now. <laughs> really. Uh, I guess I'm falling on deaf ears. They only listen to telepathic communication. And, uh, you know, I, uh, this is a radio show. <laughs> you know, I have to talk, make sounds for the machines so the people with their machines can pick up and listen. What don't you understand about that, uh, Galactic Brothers and Sisters? So anyhow, any which, any way, hey, uh, everybody should be taking off their shoes and walking on the beach or walking on the grass. 
don't tell me it's getting too cold. You can do it for a minute or two, even if it's cold, but you'll be getting a good connection to Mother Earth. Yes, the Earth is a mother. She is the feminine. And um, you, you need to do that every day. And then there's sun gazing, you know. Uh, you might want to Google that first and get a little information before you start doing that. But, uh, you know, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to go outside, take off your shoes and socks, and start walking on the ground and, and taking deep breaths to help the connection be even stronger. And uh, talking about that, I'll pass along a little information because I pick up so many things on Twitter now. The um, If I had to rely on the people I meet in the general public, I'm out there, and I'm out there just about every day. Uh, unfortunately, I grew around people that just wanted to have a good time and not talk the conversation too much beyond, hey, let's have a party, yeah. So, uh, or let's uh, let's go uh, pick up some chicks at the at the uh, nightclub. Well, those are the people I grew up amongst, and uh, like I said, if I just uh, <laughs> and uh, we've all had uh, a lot of fun in our lives, but if I had to rely on that, I wouldn't know too much. I mean, I know from reading a lot of books. But uh, I wouldn't be aware of the, the ongoing thing behind the scenes now because none of them are aware of that. No, they're even interested. You know, let's face it, people who are who they are. Uh, but they all, everyone will become interested when they finally, when the Galactic Federation finally lands their spacecraft in broad daylight on the planet, then we'll all get interested. But meanwhile... There's um, a lot of good posts out there on Twitter every day. And one in particular I came across talking about the oxygen. Um, you know, it's not that... Um, yeah, it was... Uh, see, a lot of the tweets have videos with them attached to them, and then you can play the video there while you're looking at that person's tweet. You know, if it's not too long, the chances are you'll watch it. And listen to what's being said in the video. Yeah, this came out of a video, I think. They, uh, it wasn't just a plain tweet. And uh, the individual, ha-ha, you don't know if it's a boy or a girl. The individual speaking in the video said, uh, because the uh, quality of the oxygen in the air is really, you know, it's really gone down, going down. When you take a breath, you should think to yourself, or say it out loud, I guess if no one's around, uh, as you're inhaling, say, I'm inhaling God's pure oxygen. By saying that, it can purify the oxygen. Yeah, because the universe is responsive. And then as you exhale, say, I'm uh, exhaling God's pure oxygen, and that will help clear up the oxygen level on the planet once we all start doing it. Uh, and then something you might want to do every day when you're, you're just thinking, you know, when you're inhaling a big breath, thinking that you're inhaling God's pure oxygen. 
by thinking that, you'll make it so. And then when you exhale, be thinking, I'm exhaling God's pure oxygen. And that will add to the atmosphere of the oxygen. So you see, I mean, there's a big atmosphere around us. So a lot of us have to be doing this to make some effect. Uh, you know, it could be a global meditation. Ring, but, uh, dong, ding. Uh, do I hear a voice in the background? <laughs> is, is I don't know. Is there, is there a message coming through? Ring, dong, uh, ding. Uh, is there someone on the phone, a caller? Ring, ring. Well, uh, if there's a caller, ring. put them on. Uh, anyhow, I'll keep talking until such an event happens. Once upon a time, there was a radio station. <laughs> 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 and because they couldn't think of a, a funny name for it, they just thought, well, let's use a couple of letters, and they came up with BBS. But it turned out to be a good radio station. In fact, that's the one you're listening to, BBS. Right, radio. you almost got it right in the very beginning. And, uh, of course, everybody, you know, once one person started with the three-letter initial stuff, everybody just followed suit. Now, we don't need names. We'll just use three letters to represent us. In the beginning, there was B. There was never, there was never A. See, this is this is the this is the problem with the alphabet. Yeah, right. They put the A in front of the B. In the beginning, there was never A. There was only B. So, you know, that's why it's kind of easy for me. Talking in the background. Is this the caller? Yeah. Uh, I can't hear you, caller. I'm What's sharing my knowledge. What is your name? Jacob. Uh, you want to spell that for us? Because you're mumbling like you got a bad connection there, like you're underwater. Maybe you should uh, hang up and call back. You're kidding. No. Uh, well, say something. Hi. My underwater? Uh, no, say a full sentence. Uh, did you call? Did you have something y- can to Can you say? hear me uh, very well? Can you hear me right now? It sounds kind of muddy and underwater. Then uh, I'll, call back. Caller, I'll call back. Hang up and call back in a minute or two, and uh, maybe uh, the engineers at the station will fix the lines because you're not coming through clearly, and we can't really have a conversation. Okay. All right, pal. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Meanwhile, back at the radio station, once upon a time, yeah, that, that, that's a clever statement, you know. Of course, I believe, uh, I don't know who invented that, Walt Disney? <laughs> or was it a fortune teller from way, way back? Anyhow, that's the, you know, that's the problem with machines. They don't always function right, you know? Somebody tries to call in, and the the lines are muddled. Crazy, you know? Machines are supposed to work correctly. <laughs> and I'll tell you a fact. The machines today, uh, they have the good points and the bad points. Machines of 100 years ago 
worked without breaking down. And if they broke down, it was a breakdown totally. But during the course of their usage, they worked perfectly. Same with the phone systems. You know, all phones used to be copper wire lines, and there was no problem with uh, speaking. Now that everything's been turned to digital, there's problems. Because digital does not clearly enunciate the language, or at least the uh, American English language. Uh, you know, there's uh, there's all kinds of uh, aspects to this. When we're talking about the English language, you know, we've got 26 letters. Nine of those letters sound almost exactly alike. And with a muddled uh, digital delivery system of, of phone calls, it's easy to uh, mistake those nine uh, letters as one of the other eight letters. So uh, that's the problem. There was always clarity with the uh, landlines, but now that they've hooked everyone up to digital, there's always problems where you can't make out exactly what the person's saying, and that's part of the problem with the English language. You've got nine letters that can... They all rhyme with each other, and it could be easily misunderstood. Uh, of course, you know, the reason of going to all digital, you know, it, it's the dark forces controlling the world. You know why there's a digital uh, TV signal out there now in America? Because they can change the pictures whenever they want, you know? You think you got the picture of uh, somebody doing something they shouldn't be doing? And you, and you try to post it out there for the world to see, well, they can break into that communication or even as it's going out, because everything's on uh, a few seconds delay, if not seven-second delay, uh, they catch what you're trying to reveal, the, uh, the truth, this horrible truth. They'll change the picture before it gets out to the viewer. That's what they can do with digital technology. You know, when you have a digital photograph, it isn't proof of anything because you can take the original and doctor to look like something else, and there's no way to tell that you've been playing around with it. Uh, with an analog uh, signal or uh, uh, with pictures, when you have uh, 35 millimeter film, F-I-L-N, film, you know, that relies on a negative, to develop the picture, if you alter that uh, the picture or the negative, rather, that supports the picture, it'll be it'll show that there was tampering, and so that's why they changed uh, forced all the TV broadcasters to go to digital, and they ordered them to stop uh, the analog signal, you know, because they wanted to be able to take the news and take anything they want, uh, part of their uh, mind control program, world control program, and uh, the people were smart, no, the people aren't smart, people don't have control of the government either, <laughs> you know, there's... Uh, Essentially, they keep electing the crooks, the criminals. 
You know, <laughs> this last election in America, I just have to say, I mean, how many stupid people are there in America? I guess all the voters, because you went out and how many people were getting reelected? They were part of the uh, they were they weren't newcomers. They were getting reelected. All those people were traitors, backstabbers. They went along with the scam demic, and you went and voted for them again. You know, a lot of you lost your jobs because they passed laws. You know, that uh, forcing vaccines on people, making life difficult unless you didn't have a vaccine. Coercion is the word, and they were part of that. And you went out and voted for them again. Boy, are you friggin' stupid, you stupid voters. You know? I don't, what can I say? You know, I'm going to talk uh, the truth here. I'm not going to be nice to people that went out and stupidly made the same mistake again and put us all in jeopardy again. And if you pay attention, well, I guess you stupid voters don't pay attention to anything. If you pay attention to what's going on, in the Congress right now, they're whipping up some more things, trying to repeat the scamdemic. And the TV stations are broadcasting the lies again, trying to coax people into getting vaccines that are not safe. And as I've said it before, and I'll say it again, for somebody who understands true health care like I do about the human body, you know, the physical is only one-fifth of what makes up a human and that alone makes Ill- vaccines illogical. Not to mention that we can't trust the people in charge of the people who make the vaccines. You know, I mean, if they do the test and prove it's safe, that doesn't say that they, uh, once the New World Order gets involved in the situation, they change the uh, batches that they're mixing takes one person to do that, sabotage the mixes, and kill millions of people. One person can do that, sabotage. Yeah, guy will get paid enough, they'll go up to the guy, $10 million, hey, you worked at the plant, this is what we want you to do. And the guy is just regular worker, and he'll say, yeah, okay. And that's the way it gets, that's how, you know, we're in a world where money, money can order somebody's death, uh, basically. And... Uh, it's sickening, but that's the kind of world we're in, and that's another reason you can't trust vaccines, you know, and uh, it's illogical, like I said, illogical, because if you want to cure a body, we all know the truth, those of us who know the truth, vibrational frequencies is what cures a body. And uh, I think a little fine-tuning on that, that you have to use light to project the frequency on the thing you want to get rid of, the virus, et cetera. Yeah, the knowledge has been, knowledge has been around for like 100 years, being kept from humanity, because all the governments are controlled by the new world order that wants to, wants us sick, because it's easier to control sick people and then the cap greedy capitalists yeah that's a great plan we got here we'll keep them sick and sell them more things and the other things we sell them will make them even sicker and that's the and the vaccines fall right into that too yeah we'll give you vaccines we'll make you even sicker and then we can sell you more things until the day you die what a marketing plan and that's how 
some people think. They have no conscience. Oh, I hear there's a lot of people walking around that don't have a conscience, and I can understand why. If there's clones, clones don't have conscience. They don't have a godly connection either. <laughs> you know, God only uh, gives the personality and life force to the one who's being born within a, a, a real human being. Not not a, a test tube baby and an incubating uh, glass container in a factory where they make clones. They don't get uh, a personal connection with God. So therefore, they have no consciousness. You know, uh, robotons, whatever they're called, they, you know, they're just at the uh, creator for the uh, use by the military. Hmm. Uh under the guidance of the new world order, which is really, uh, that's disgusting what they're doing. And uh, the dumb voters go keep voting the people in that support the new world order. Uh, they support them by taking their bribe money and not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Okay, you know what? We're coming to the end of the show. Listen, uh, I got two CD baby albums out there. Songs Better Than Dylan. My name is Tom Anderson. And the other uh, CD baby album is called American Party Songs. And, of course, I got 27 videos out there. On YouTube, the most recent one was I Want More of Your Love. Hey, can argue with that? Uh... And it's a fun video to watch. Um, so anyhow, getting to the end of the show here, it was calling radio show. I guess everybody's phone was jammed by the New World Order. Going to do the countdown, get out of here, listen to my music at the, end of the song, at the end of the show here, and you can get it at CD Baby. Um, you know, my anthem, I Gotta Be Somebody. Okay, Mr. Rancher here and here. Blah, 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 blah. Here's the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one, zero.
beam, get it cleaner to the world.